Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. So happy to have you here, bikes. My name is Carly Aquilino. I'm your host. Got a bunch of emails that you guys sent in to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com that we're going to get to. I am just so excited to chit chat with my girls. And I went bowling last night and I met a couple of secret keepers. Okay. And guess what? You know what I'm going to say? They're the cutest baby girls I've ever seen in my gosh darn life. So shout out to them. And I wonder how their bowling went. Cause I think a lot of people, I mean, the bowling weight was, I'm not exaggerating two and a half hours. What? Um, and I know what you're thinking, girl, didn't you go bowling last week? You bet your ass I did. And I went back again. My friend's in from LA. So we all met up, even though I was late because Stanley kept throwing up and I didn't know why I was like, oh, I feel like he's trying to just like get rid of a hair, a hairball. And then this morning I woke up and there was throw up on the floor that had a gigantic pom-pom in it. And I was like, this man swallowed a pom-pom hole. He's a freak. And I know I've said this before about him, but I swear I'll have like chicken or I'll have a hard boiled egg or like some type of meat or something. And I'll give it to them just as like a little treat. Robert scarfs it right up. Stanley will not eat it, but then I'll hear something. And like, he's not, he's pushing something around and I'm like, oh, he's eating a battery. So he's a freak. Um, but anywho, that's why I ended up getting there late, but which didn't even matter because we had to wait like three hours to bowl. But anywho, anywho, we bowled and I lost. I'm really there just to like make everyone feel better about their skill level, you know? But I came in last place. I came in hot though. Um, the first few times I, I got up there, I really was, I was knocking down some pins, you know? Um, but yeah, you guys, hopefully, hopefully great week ahead. My birthday's this week. My birthday's November 18th. Shout out to my girlies. Shout out to my Scorpios. No, I'm not doing anything for my birthday. I never do. I, I go out to dinner or something, but I don't like plan a thing or like tell people to meet me somewhere or like have a party or anything like that. I don't know why. I just never have literally my whole life. I don't think I ever have had a birthday party and I don't want one. I don't know. I, I'm just like, I don't know. Can't we just like go eat spaghettis? So that's that. Okay, you guys, just a quick word from our friends this week. Secret Keepers Club is brought to you by Factor. It is the most wonderful time of year. Nobody wants to spend time in the kitchen with Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Serving time is a total breeze. Factor delivers chef-prepared, dietitian approved meals straight to your door. They're always fresh, never frozen. Just heat them up in two minutes and dinner is served. Choose from over 35 weekly meal options, including some awesome breakfasts like apple cinnamon pancakes and bacon and cheddar egg bites. With so many choices, there's something everyone will love. I absolutely love Factor. All their stuff is so delicious. I've never had a meal from them that I didn't like. I've tried all the different options and they are just 10 out of 10 every single time. Like it is honestly restaurant quality food. I can't recommend it enough. They have vegan, vegetarian, keto, calorie smart, and protein plus meal options. No matter what your goals are, Factor can help you get there. Head to factormeals.com slash secretkeepers50 and use code secretkeepers50 to get 50% off. That's code secretkeepers50 at factormeals.com slash secretkeepers50 to get 50% off. And let's get straight to these emails, you guys. This one says, why did I get rejected? Please help. Okay. 
Hey, Carly and the kitties. I'm emailing you with a random and maybe slightly long dilemma. I'll try and be as concise as possible. In September, I matched with this guy on a dating app. He was so hot and I quite literally haven't been this attracted to someone in forever and actually enjoyed his conversation. I've been single for two and a half years and hadn't felt this way about another guy that I've talked to besides him. He seems so interested in me too. After a few days of talking, he told me that he has genital herpes. I was, of course, initially unsure about pursuing a sexual relationship with him, so I told him I wasn't comfortable due to the potential risk of contracting it. He was super sweet and understanding, and we left it at that. Immediately, I felt like I had made a mistake and overreacted about his diagnosis, especially since he was so upfront and honest about it. A lot of people aren't. It bothered me for weeks. Um, If this was any other guy, I'd just move on, but he felt different. It bothered me so bad. I asked my gyno, in parentheses, I trust her with my life, and she told me it's generally safe to sleep with him as long as we take every precaution. I wasn't sure if I should reach out to him. I felt like an asshole for rejecting him, and I wasn't sure how he'd react. I decided to swallow my pride and reach out to him anyway. So last week, I apologized for my initial ignorance, and I told him that I would like to continue dating if he's still interested. He tells me he's down and even invites me over right away. But he also tells me since we last spoke in September, he's kind of had a sudden plan to move out of the state early next year. So he only wants a casual relationship at this point in time. I tell him I'm down for that as well. He's so hot that I don't even care. The conversation was good. He said he couldn't wait to meet. We exchanged nudes and flirt, and I was going to come over next weekend. So fast forward to next weekend, AKA this current weekend. And he asked me if I'm sure I'm okay with his diagnosis and the fact that he's moving away. He said he doesn't want to hurt me. I assure him that I'm fine with it and we're all good. But then last minute, he tells me he's not comfortable meeting someone new right now and he cancels our plans. He said, maybe timing will be right for us in the future. Of course, I'm understanding and I tell him it's okay, but I can't lie. I'm disappointed and also embarrassed. What guy turns down sex with a beautiful, smart, fun, and charming woman, especially someone that you talked to uh, before and were extremely interested in dating. I know he's not dating anyone seriously in our city since he's leaving. He was so down and then switched it up on me. I feel like if I didn't reject him back in September, we would have dated and maybe had something, but it's too late because he's leaving now. I'm so mad at myself for rejecting him. What do you think happened? Are my delusions right to think he's afraid to catch feelings for me? So he ditched our plans. Um, Maybe he didn't want to meet someone new when he knew he needed to leave in a couple of months. I'm so sad. I've never been so attracted to someone and I really wanted to be with him for even just a fling. How do I get over someone I've never even met? Will I ever be attracted to a guy again? Please help me. And I'm drunk at a bar with my friend asking why I'm typing an email. Oh my God, help. Um, okay. So I think this girl, you want to know what I'm going to go out and say this part first. How do you know he's not dating someone else in your city? Because to me, this is what it all sounds like. I think he probably started dating someone around the same time that you guys talked the first time, right? He was meeting up with people. He was putting himself out there. He's on a dating app, meeting people and maybe whatever. Yes, he's leaving. He's moving. But during that time, maybe he met someone else because you really wouldn't know. Like we always think someone's not dating someone else. And then we find out, oh, wait, he actually is. So I would not rule that part out. Maybe he was casually dating someone and it's take it's taking a turn and maybe it's a little more serious or maybe he doesn't want to juggle and date other people and just like focus on whatever. Um, but it also could be a number of things. I don't think he's um, 
doing this to be spiteful. I think it just is the time is not lining up. And I think it's one of these things where it's okay. Like, I feel if it were me, I would rather him just go, listen, I'm not looking for anything because I don't want to get attached to someone or whatever it is that he said, I'm moving and I'm not even looking for anything casual right now. I think you have to just respect that because to me, it seems like you're really attracted to this guy. You guys got along well, you had great conversation. So meeting up with him, even if you're just like, yeah, I'm cool for it should just be a casual thing. Meeting up with him would actually turn out to be like heartbreak after a while, because you're like, oh, this guy that I really like is moving. I don't think, I think hanging out with him would just actually make you like him more. So just chalk it up to you, you got spared, right? You're not going to have your heart broken. It sucks because of the timing of everything and he's leaving, but it is what it is. And maybe this all like the attraction to him and this like, um, like this way that you feel about him could also have to do with the thing that we always experience where it's like, you always want what you can't have, you know, I think maybe, you know, if the timeline matches up at some point, you'll see where it goes. But at this point, just consider it as like, he spared you. You're not going to get your feelings invested in him. If you guys hooked up, you would probably like him more. If you guys got to know each other better, you would like him more. And regardless, he's moving. So it's like, you don't want to get involved in that anyway. Um, but that's just my, that's just my two cents. I, I would hate to get involved with somebody that was like leaving soon. This one says, why is the name of this email? Ugly guys. <laughs> Hi, Carly. Love you so much. Oh, thanks. I love you too. Question. When ugly men hit on you, does that mean that you're ugly? <laughs> Girl, please. Why are you making me laugh? I'm in a relationship and I'm very happy, but when almost exclusively ugly guys hit on me, I get insulted. <laughs> this is so mean, but I don't care. So ugly guys hit on you. You're not ugly. Oh my God. I love you. Um, <laughs> I don't know why this is just cracking me up. No, if people who are like, you know, conventionally unattractive hit on you, I don't think that means that, that you're ugly. I think that a lot of times actually like the hottest guy in the room, they usually don't make that, that move. Right. Like, I don't know that it's, I think it's like, number one, they probably don't have to when they go out. Like if you go out and you're like, that guy's a hottie, right. They usually don't have to like go up to girls and like shoot their shot, which by the way, like you have to give people credit. If someone's coming up to you, like I always am nice. It, as long as they're not creeping me out in some way or like annoying, I'm always really nice to people that will like take the initiative and come up to you and flirt or like shoot their shot because it's like, you want to know what? That takes a lot of balls. So I'm never hating on that. But as again, as long as it's like within the boundaries of like something innocent and just like not like being annoying or rude or overstepping or anything like that, making you feel uncomfortable. But yeah, I feel like, I think it takes a lot of, I think it takes a lot of nerve to go up to somebody. Um, so even if you're not interested, even, even if you're not interested, you just like, Oh, like think, you know, whatever. It's still flattering, but I mean, the hotties, the hotties with the bodies, usually they're not out here doing that stuff because they don't have to, and they probably wouldn't even be good at it. 
anytime a hot guy like has tried to talk to me, I'm like, oh, wait, I'm actually so scared. I'm actually so scared right now. Because you're so hot that you don't know how to you don't know how to have a normal conversation, you know. But. (laughs) I don't know why that email is just cracking me up. Let's see. This one says freaking Raya. Hey, Carly and the gentleman, I moved to a big city and live alone. And I've always been so not about dating apps. I personally would love to meet someone organically, but I'm bored and I want to talk to people. Um, I want people to talk to and who doesn't like attention. I I don't know what that, I, I don't, I'm bored and I want people to talk to and who doesn't like attention. I don't know. I downloaded Raya because I refuse to look on other sites. Don't judge me. I'm such a brat, but boys are gross and weird on the other apps and they scare me. Anyway, I downloaded it kind of as a joke and I figured I would never get upset, uh, accepted. And five days later, I would low key. I was geeked up and I felt like such a hottie. I literally just need advice because I will match with these guys and be like, wow, he's so hot. And then I'm like, is it weird to message him? How do I start a conversation without sounding like a creep and just being like, hi, Um, do guys think it's weird for girls to start the conversation? Also, how do I make my page interesting and not weird? I don't know. I need advice on this. I've been in relationships so long that I don't know how to react now. I just want casual dates or a fun hookup every now and then I'm a very outgoing person. And this is difficult for me because I don't know how to portray myself on here without sounding desperate or weird because I've never done this. Help you girl out. Love you so much. Um, girl, just like reach out to people. They're on a dating app too. They're on a dating app too. Also, I will just like give you the rundown. Raya seems way more interesting than it actually is. Once you talk to people, you're going to go, oh, okay. (laughs) Cause it's really not all it's cracked up to be. I've been on it for, for a million years. Okay. Like literally since like probably 2016, like since it first started. And I think in that time I've gone on like three or four dates from it because I just like don't care um and I'd rather just go out and meet people but I think if you're on a dating app and somebody's like oh that person reached out to me like why would they look why would they feel that way they're on the dating app too um so just like be yourself who cares just say hi I think you're putting too much uh, I think you're honestly I think you're giving people too much credit because it's like you're you don't want to seem like you're doing too much and you're nervous about talking to a guy, but it's like at the end of the day, girl, I'm sorry to say it. He's a DJ, you know, he's a DJ. So I think you could reach out. I think it's okay, but it's also like not the best app if you're actually looking to date someone because they don't match you with people that are near you on purpose because I guess they feel like it's an app for like artists. So people are, or like creative. So people are traveling a lot. So you literally will match with somebody that's like on Mars. Um, so it's all right. It, it could be a fun thing to get into, but I, I wouldn't put too much. Um, I wouldn't worry too much about reaching out to people. I think it's, it's totally fine and, and understandable and just say hi. 
We also have our babies over at Nutrafol. Having your best hair this holiday season, if you've been struggling with hair thinning, put Nutrafol on your Christmas list. It is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement. It'll take your strands from lackluster to luxe with their physician formulated drug-free capsules. There could be a bunch of reasons behind your hair thinning. You just take the quiz on Nutrafol's website to give to figure out what's causing yours. They have six unique formulas to combat those different causes of thinning hair. So you can get the formula that's designed straight for you. I absolutely know, love Nutrafol. I've been using it for, I would say well over a year now. And I notice a difference in my hair. I think I'll be I'll be taking Nutrafol forever. I just honestly love it so much. And people always ask me like, how do you, how'd you grow your hair out? Cause I had like a short bob for a while. And now my hair is like long and healthy. And I'm like, I have to give some credit to Nutrafol for this. So they even come in a vegan formula. So you never have to choose between your values and your best hair ever. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering the girlies $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and use the promo code SECRET. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code secret that's neutrophil.com promo code secret okay this says help hello carly and the sweet baby angel princes i have a dilemma and i need your insight i have a dear friend who's wonderful kind and generous and has really been there for me in the last decade she was bad with money in her early 20s but has gotten better in the last few years it doesn't help that her career doesn't pay very well but she's passionate about it and she uh, about what she does and she makes the world a better place. So basically she lives paycheck to paycheck while slowly but surely paying off her credit card debt. She recently had a pretty big expense pop up out of nowhere. Um, this is really shitty and she's very stressed. I make good money and it would be no problem for me to help her. I'm hesitant because I'm nervous that it would change our relationship. She hasn't asked me at all to help or even hinted at it, but she's such a good person and I really want to help my dear friend. What should I do? Love you so much. Kiss you right on the lips. Um, oh, you're so sweet. I think that it's totally fine if this is a gift and not a loan. Um, because I think it being a gift, you can just have your peace with, I'm giving this to you. I want you, I want to help you out. You're my bestie. And I just want to give this to you as a gift, right? Instead of you have to pay me back. Cause those are two completely different vibes. Like I've, I've done both. And I will say like, there was this person that had asked me for money a couple times. And after the second time I said, listen, this, I I'm not going to do it again. So like, I'm going to give you this, make it work. If it doesn't work, I don't want to hear it kind of thing. Um, because it wasn't like chump change. And this was years ago. And then they had reached out again and said, listen, like, I'll pay you right back. I just am waiting for my next paycheck. And this person was always like extremely irresponsible with money. Um, so it wasn't like, oh, my friend is struggling just trying to make ends meet. Like they made great money, but didn't, but like would go shopping and go on vacation and shit like that. So it was really hard for me to rationalize it. Um, but a couple of times they had reached out like, listen, I'm just waiting for my next paycheck. I'm, I'm kind of like scraping up until then, but I'll just, I'll pay you back. I promise. I promise I'll pay you back. And I'm like, all right. So then you hear back, like you either don't hear from them and you feel like an asshole to ask, or you 
or they avoid you or they're, oh, well, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you, blah, blah, blah. It's just makes things really messy. But if you give it as a gift, it's like, hey, I don't want to even talk about this ever again. You know, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, and I think it's a nice thing to do. But I think um, it does change the dynamic of a relationship if, if like you're um, kind of like on, if you give them like a loan and you're waiting for money back, it, it, it will. Okay. This one says style icon. Carly, your fit checks are so expiring, uh, inspiring, expiring. Jesus Christ. Let me, let me take a sip of water. My brain is doing the thing where it like makes up words that aren't real. Your fit checks are so inspiring because why would I dress like a regular bitch when there are pieces in my closet begging to be shown about town? You guys, I've been posting outfits on my Instagram story which I used to do, like, which I usually do like every once in a while, because believe it or not, like people are like, oh, I, we want to see outfits. And I'm always like, okay. And then I forget for a while and then I do it again. So you guys know me, I'm like kind of all over the place, but, um, one that I posted this past week was I got a lot of, I got a lot of slander. I got a lot of hatred. My haters came out from their little caves and they were slandering me and talking shit on me. Okay. She says the fit that you posted of the camo overalls and turtleneck and wool overcoat and Tavi's combo is an absolute fucking slay. See, that's the outfit I was actually talking about. People were like, you look stupid. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, like, and yet your man is in my DMs. <laughs> okay. Um, but also like, it's just so unserious. Like people, I, I just don't care. Um, I, I don't think I would dress that way if I did care, but um, she says anyone hating on it can just go home, like drink your pumpkin spice and walk in the Uggs that you didn't bother to weatherproof all the way and then kiss the peach. Uh, you have style that can't be taught. Oh my God. I love, I love the, uh, the positivity in here. She says, when I was in fourth grade, I was heavily influenced by Avril Lavigne. I decided to wear my dad's oversized camo jacket when he was in the army with one of his neckties, as well as a very my very first pair of high top Converse. Anyway, I was made fun of by quite a few kids in class and it really hurt my feelings, but I kept rocking it because who the hell were they other than a bunch of stinky fourth graders wearing South Pole? Fast forward to the next day of fifth grade. Tell me why all of these hating ass bitches were wearing camouflage pants and Converse sneakers on the first day of school. Yes, I'm still mad about it. I don't care. <laughs> Do they have amnesia or something? Oh my God, that's so funny. Anywho, I love you and your outfits. Oh, thank you so much. And then she says, P.S. There is nothing more embarrassing than sitting on the toilet for too long and having to wait about five minutes for the blood to return to your legs as you drag them over to the sink to wash up. Like if there was an emergency that required me to run away in those moments, consider me dead. No, that's actually facts. Why does my butt fall asleep within minutes of sitting on the toilet? It actually scares me. You're so right about that. They just are like, they, they go pins and needles, right? Okay. That's so funny. The Avril Lavigne. God, Avril Lavigne was so, I look back on it. I'm like, oh my God, she's so cringe. But I just, did you ever see that video of her being like, if you think you're punk rock, you're not punk rock. <laughs> she's so corny. I just loved her girl, the way that I would have died for her. 
And I probably still would like, I don't know. It's still up in the air about that. But the way Avril Lavigne was that girl and she's so pretty and Canadian and her wearing her ties with her little low rise jeans and her, her white tank top. No, you couldn't tell me shit about her. Cause I was like, I love the girl. And skater boy is one of the, the, I would put it on the same level as like Mozart. That's how good it is. Okay. And also thank you for saying stuff about uh, my outfit. That's really cute. Thank you. We also can't forget. We cannot forget about our baby, our, our little furry friends running around. And that's why we love Pretty Litter. You guys know that I'm such a huge cat lover. That is why I'm obsessed with today's sponsor, Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter is truly the best cat litter I've ever used. It has color changing crystals that indicate early potential signs of illness in my cats, like UTIs, kidney issues, and more. In addition to making sure I'm informed about my cat's health, it also traps odors so well. You have a family and friends over for the holidays without worrying about if they see secretly think that your house smells horrible. I love Pretty Litter. I've been using it for a while and I have absolutely no complaints. The crystals are, it, it really doesn't have as much, I don't know if you would call it like, uh, what would you call it? Like dust? Like regular kitty litter has dust. Pretty Litter really just doesn't track as much around the house. It does trap odors really well. And I love knowing what my baby boys are up to when they're in their little box. So Pretty Litter is a lightweight, low dust, and one six-pound bag works up for an entire month without clumping. I count on Pretty Litter to keep my house smelling fresh and clean, and you can too. Go to prettylitter.com slash secret to save 20% off your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash secret for 20% off your first order. Prettylitter.com slash secret. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay, this one says small town clinics give me the ick. Hi, Miss Carly and the little men. I'm currently writing to you from my chair in my local small town doctor's office. Puke. There are so many, thing wrong, so many things wrong with small town clinics. We could be here all day if I went on and on about it. But the main takeaways is just don't. Just don't go to a small town clinic. Um, so I'm here for something so fucking embarrassing. I'm 27, 20 fucking seven, and I'm here for an ear infection. Oh my God, that is embarrassing. You want to know what? They're going to probably give you amoxicillin, right? Like if you take any time I've been prescribed amoxicillin as an adult, I'm mortified because I'm like, this is actually for babies. And this is what I have is a baby problem. And I it's just so embarrassing. It's giving goo goo gaga. Like, why did I take amoxicillin when I was a child and I'm taking it now in my 30s? Please grow up. Right. I hear you. She says, it's so embarrassing for my age. I agree. It is. It's humiliating. She said, not to mention that I hate that I know all the doctors and their families, the nurses, and literally everyone here and could, and illegally they could go see why I'm here, which is so embarrassing, um, which has happened to me before during COVID. It was a big to do and it happened to a family friend. Um, anywho, so along with the embarrassment of the ear infection, why does it feel illegal to bring my name brand coffee in? Like they offer you coffee at the doctor's office and I'm bringing name brand coffee, please. Sorry, ma'am, but I'd rather be sipping on my $7 coffee just to get me through, <laughs> get me through this other than your gross ass coffee. No, I a thousand percent agree. I agree. 
She says, I have the darkest humor because I have one parent left and one grandparent due to death in parentheses, QP sign and duck lips. So tell me why I go, you don't need to announce my arrival. I'm early. Anyway, I hope that person is okay. My doctor is having, okay. Ooh. And then she gives a good, and then she gives a good fuck, Mary kill. Wow. You know what? This one might actually, this one might actually, it seems like it would be hard because it's like all of these things that you don't really want to do, but I think this one actually might be easy. No, going to the doctor is humiliating. Um, okay. This one says help. I'm in three weddings next summer. Hi, Carly and the Fur Princes. Sorry in advance. This will probably be a long email, but I'll get right into it. Next summer, I'm in three weddings, two in June and one in August. I feel honored that I was asked to be a part of all three of their special days, but my dilemma, but here's my dilemma, the insane cost to be in said weddings. Let's refer to the brides as Mary, Kate, and Ashley. Cute. Mary's wedding is in June and she's having her wedding in the town we live in and her bachelorette party about 30 minutes away. Kate is having her wedding in June also, but she's having her wedding on the other side of the country and her bachelorette party is also on the other side of the um, county from where we live. Ashley is having her wedding in August in our town, but her bachelorette is on the other side of the country from where we live and it's not drivable. I'm a single mom to a nine-month-old baby and I simply can't afford to go to all these wedding events. My parents have offered to help pay for the trips, but I feel guilty having them help me. For each bachelorette party and bridal party is splitting the cost of the Airbnb and flights for the bride. And all of that is going to cost about $1,500 for each bachelorette party. There will also be the cost of the bridesmaid's dress, hair and makeup, gift for the bridal shower, wedding gifts and flights, and lodging for the wedding on the other side of the country. When I was asked to be in all three weddings, there was never any plans made about location or weddings or bachelorette parties. So I didn't think much about the cost or having to... um, or the cost for traveling. Otherwise I would have kindly declined as being bridesmaids. I also feel like I'm going to be missing so much time spent with my son. And I'm very lucky to have parents who love him as much as I do. And will be watching him while I'm gone for these trips. All three brides know each other. And I would feel extremely guilty if I were to say I could come to one bachelorette party and not the other. I don't mean to sound ungrateful for being asked, but, um, because I love all three brides, but I'm so stressed about this and I'm losing tons of sleep over how I'm going to be able to afford all of it. I don't know what to do. And I would love your advice. Thank you. Um, and then she gives a good fuck, Mary kill. So, oh wait. And she get, and, and she put pictures of, Oh, wait, hold on. Let me see the, let me see the baby picture. How freaking cute. This kid is so little and has a full head of hair. It's so cute. Let's see. Next one. Ooh, a, a black and gray Maine Coon. Gorgeous. Golden Retriever. Gotta have it. Oh, and then like the fancy feast cat. It, it's a, either a Persian or, or something like that. Really gorgeous. Okay. If it were me, I would tell all of them. I'm so flattered and honored to be asked, but I would love to be a bridesmaid, but I can't I can't do any of the festivities and they'll understand if they don't understand then they're assholes. I'm sorry, but having a bachelorette party, um, it is like so much fun and it's such a wonderful thing, but you can't plan an expensive event for other people to go to. And that's going to cost them a lot of money. And then 
be mad if they can't afford it. Like, it's just such an imposition. If you're, if you're getting angry at somebody for not being able to, to swing that you're a new mom, you're a single mom. You absolutely can say like, listen, I just can't, I can't swing this and it's okay. And I'll be at your wedding and I'll make the arrangements that I need to make for the wedding. But for the festivities, I'm going to have to tap out. And I think that anyone girl, if this was me and one of my friends, like just had a kid and was like, and I knew that she was involved in other weddings as well. I would be like, Oh my God, don't even be silly. I would probably, when I invited her say, listen, I get it. If you can't come, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, you have to put yourself in their shoes. Um, I think it's totally fine. And I get what you're saying. Like, you don't want to say yes to one and then no to the other two. So I think it's probably best. And I think you'll feel like a weight has been lifted off your shoulders. If you just talk to all three of them and, and also mention that, like, listen, I'm in, I'm in three weddings and I can't do any of them. Like, and it it sucks. I feel like I'm going to have FOMO. I'm going to miss out, but what it would cost for me to get there is just, it's not doable. Um, and anyone would understand. Keep the gift giving simple this year and get everyone you love Osea. Osea's Super Body Glow Set Limited Edition box set features three of their best sellers, a full-size Undaria Algae Body Oil, Undaria Cleansing Body Polish, and a travel-size Undaria Algae Body Butter. Say that 10 times fast and see what happens. Perfect for the chillier months, this set will exfoliate, hydrate, and leave your skin feeling silky smooth. I'm telling you guys, I always get compliments on my skin. I always get compliments, oh my God, your skin is so soft, and bop, bop, bop. You already know, it's Osea. Not only does Osea make amazing seaweed-infused products to make your skin look and feel amazing, but everything they make is clean, vegan, and cruelty-free and climate-neutral certified. So you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Give yourself the gift of glow this holiday season with clean vegan skincare from Osea. Right now, we have a special discount just for the girlies. 10% off your first order site-wide with code SKC at oseamalibu.com. Head to oseamalibu.com and use code SKC for 10% off. So this one says pink paint. (laughs) Hi, Carly and the kitty cat boys. My husband and I are taking a leap and going to list our house for sale. Fingers crossed that it all goes okay. But I had a moment that made me think of you and your boyfriend that painted the apartment pink when he thought it was white. Oh God, I'll never, I'll never get over that. I've been super busy making moves to get things ready while working full time, being a mom um, to an adorable, so, but not so good sleeping one-year-old baby girl. So I ordered a paint sample and other things from Home Depot for curbside pickup. I needed to touch up a few spots on my white ceiling. Tell me why I opened up the sample and the name is called Snowy Mountain. It was the whitest one I could pick from. And I'm like, it's giving light pink. I tried it out anyway, and then brought in my husband to take a look. And I'm like, dude, is this pink? And he's like, it's white. Maybe it's just a guy thing. Are they colorblind or what's happening? Pictures attached for your entertainment. Uh, Let me see. And of course, a picture of the baby. Let me see the baby. Oh my God. Wait, this. Wait, do people stop you all the time and say, this is the cutest baby I've ever seen in my life? Stop. Because it's giving Gerber baby. It's giving baby doll. Wow. What a pretty baby. Oh my God. Gorgeous. Oh, (laughs) so cute. Let me see. And then she has pictures of the, the, the color's pink. It's, it's light pink. 
it's light pink. You want to know what? Maybe he couldn't tell because it's just like one swatch. But girl, I'm telling you, like, if that was the whole ceiling, you would be like, it's the color pink. I'll never I laugh about that all the time. That I was like, oh, you painted the apartment pink. And he's like, what are you talking about? It's white. I'm like, it's the actual color pink. Everyone that came over would be like, oh, you painted the whole the entire apartment pink. (laughs) Okay. This one says tall, dark and rough hands, but hi, Carly and the kitty princes and the girlies. I have a dilemma, but I'll keep it short. He's six, five. He has the roughest hands ever. Uh, he can fix and cook anything. Okay. Girl, where's my picture? Girl, if you don't send me a, a picture, what are you doing? He goes to therapy. We love to see it. And he's emotionally available and is into astrology. But dot, dot, dot. God, there's always a but. He thinks 9-11 was a government conspiracy. Of course he does. Of course he does. She says, do or don't see, send help. Love you so much. Um, he thinks 9-11 is a government conspiracy. In what way? Like, does he think that the government? Wow. Yeah, no, that would mean that he thinks that the government actually was it, a part of. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if I could see eye to eye with someone like this, but God, it's always like if you're always like a guy like this. You meet, you're like, oh, what the hell? Like, there's got to be something wrong with this guy, right? <laughs> like, what could possibly be wrong with him? He's perfect. He's hot. He's he's emotionally available. He's he cooks. He cleans. He's he's this. He's that. He's fun to be around. What could possibly be wrong with him? And he's like, you know, 9-11 never really happened, right? Uh, I would say have your fun is he open to talking about it because maybe you can teach him stuff maybe you can open his eyes to something I dated a guy that kind of had like views like that where I was like what the hell and it took me a little while to realize I was like what the hell is the matter with this guy he would it wasn't specifically 9-11 related but some things he would say, and I was like, oh, okay. That's why this hottie with a body, gotcha. Gotcha. Took me a minute, though. Oh, God, but send me a picture of him, for God's sakes. Um, this one says, Carly, is there any anything more embarrassing than getting something in your eye? The drama of it all. I just can't. Just got something in my eye when I was ordering coffee, and I literally want to jump off a building. Never coming to this coffee shop again. No, it, it is really embarrassing. Did I tell you guys in the beginning of the episode I have a sty again? <laughs> cool. It's always something. Okay. This one says... At the butthole doctor. Okay. Um, Carly, I almost emailed you in the potty a couple weeks ago to say thank you for giving me the courage to finally make an appointment with my butthole doctor. But now I'm here waiting for the doctor to come see me and I'm mortified. I did drink a beer before my appointment to calm my nerves. Girl, what? But it's backfired. I'm super nervous, but thanks to the beer, I'm also sweating and my ears are bright ass red about 4,000 degrees. I left my shirt on because, you know, the butthole is what she's looking at. But I think it was a mistake because it's 85 degrees in here. And now I have three layers up top, a gown, which might be backwards on the bottom and a nice little privacy sheet. But my socks are getting really sweaty. I... (laughs) 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not laughing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not laughing at you, but just picturing, I love when you girls like you like just picturing it. She's in the office. She's waiting. And yet here she is sending us an email to the club. She says, I hope this experience doesn't kill me and I'll be able to send an update being like, oh, it wasn't bad at all. The girls should go get checked out. But for me, I'm just sweating now and waiting to be violated. Um, Girl, why did you drink a beer before you went to the doctor? (laughs) Girl, that's so insane. A beer before the doctor? Like, you want to know what? I get the concept. I understand. But it would be the fact that I would be nervous that somebody could smell it on me and beer does make me sweaty and it makes me bloated and it kind of like girl what if you like got really gassy from that that's a risk that I don't know that I'd be willing to take but I hope everything was okay oh wait she sent a follow-up quick update it was just a hemorrhoid go ahead and tell the girlies to get checked out we'll all be all right. Seriously, thank you for normalizing these problems. We as a society don't talk about these things enough, which is why I actively avoid addressing the issue for five whole years. Get your booties checked. I agree. I agree. You want to know what? Nothing that you have is the worst thing a doctor's ever seen. So it's like, just go get it checked out, get it taken care of, or at least, at least you'll have peace of mind after. Cause you know what? Stress makes you sick. So don't stress about anything. Just go to the damn doctor. I don't know if I would say get take have a couple of brewskis beforehand, but hey, whatever gets you through the door. Girl, did you drive to the doctor after you after you drank? You want to know what this whole thing is adding? It, it, I don't know what it's turning into here. Um, but I'm glad that you went. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Okay, and let's do this fuck, Mary kill. This fuck, Mary kill says, um, okay, OBGYN, dentist, or podiatrist. Ugh. So I'm going to marry my OBGYN because she's my baby girl. I love her so much. She's the best, most non-judgmental, sweetie pie baby girl that I've ever met in my life. And I, I would do anything for her. Okay, and she's three feet tall. She's a tiny little baby. And I love her. And then the other two dentists and podiatrists, I've only been to the podiatrist once when I uh, sprained my ankle really bad. Um, and I hate going to the dentist. I hate going to the dentist. I'm going to kill the dentist and fuck the podiatrist. Cause it's like, eh, whatever you're going to the podiatrist for it's, it's, you're going to be, you're going for a specific reason. You're not just going to get a checkup. Like, Hey, what's going on with my feet? You got to go there for a reason. So you got you can fuck the podiatrist and you got to kill the you got to kill the dentist. I'm sorry. No offense to the dentist out there, but you guys really, really grind my gears. OK. Um, speaking of which, I think I'm going to get Invisalign. I don't know. I have an appointment for I have an appointment for December in December. But anywho, you guys, I love you so much. I'll chat to you soon. You can send in questions to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com and I hope everybody has a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.